Hey everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Huga Girls. Huga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness. Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Huga Girls Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Huga Girls podcast. Happy Monday. We are so excited to be back together and with a phenomenal guest. Yes, happy Monday. Nice to be with you again, Maddie, and all of our listeners. Yes, welcome back. Maddie, Maddie picked up the slack um, last week. Emma, as I speak of myself in the third person, but Emma was not having a very good mental health week. Maddie said, I got this. Stay back, relax, as we all deserve kind of our times off, and we're allowed to have have our low moments but I, i'm feeling better now i'm excited to be recording and especially after this episode oh my gosh I'm, i have yes. this new like inspiration and motivation for just the the more positive things in life exactly i love it well welcome back we're excited to have you and this episode was honestly a phenomenal one to come back on and i feel like if you're a first-time listener of us you hit the jackpot with this episode today we hosted audrey brothers and she is a holistic health coach she also has a podcast called advice my friends ignored and she's pretty popular over on tiktok where she gives all sorts of advice concerning the different chakras Um, manifestation, meditation, just holistic well-being, as well as why I found her, um, things that she wished she knew earlier in her 20s. Audrey is currently 29, and so she chats in this episode, as well as on a slew of other platforms about things that she wished she would have known a little bit sooner. Yes, and they're all such good, concrete things that you can walk away feeling like you could do something about. I feel like there's so much general advice, but she is so well-educated um, and empowered in sharing this information. So it was so great to hear from her. She's someone who's been through um, those 20s feelings that I feel like a lot of people experience of depression, anxiety, anger, just all, all those negative emotions weighing her down and has really been able to take that period where she was feeling so lost and turn it into something that's so so much better and finding her full identity and it was a very great conversation, and we're, we're just very lucky to chat with her. Yes, we loved having her on the show. We hope that you guys enjoy this episode. So without further ado, let's dive into it. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Who Girls podcast, and welcome, Audrey, to the show. We're so happy to have you today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to just talk about all things health and wellness and just dive into it all with you ladies. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Thank you so much for being on the show, like Emma said. And we are both familiar with you just from your various social media media platforms and your podcast itself. But for our listeners who do not know you, would love for you to start off by giving us some insight into who you are. Yeah, so my name is Audrey Brothers. I'm a certified holistic health and wellness coach, as well as a full-time content creator. My journey's been kind of hectic. I was doing something completely different like two, three years ago. I was actually in the corporate world myself. And then when COVID hit, I had a lot of time for self-reflection being cooped up for, you know, what, a year and a half. And I ended up just like leaving my corporate job and pursuing holistic wellness coaching because it was something I've always wanted to do. I've always just felt really called to helping people. And for the longest time, I just never really knew what I wanted to do. And all that time for self-reflection, I got a lot of clarity. And then I started posting on TikTok and more on Instagram and just kind of great, like created a lot of traction there. And just it's the rest is history. And it's what led me to where I am now. (laughs) 
I love love it. Yeah, I feel like COVID is such a pivotal point. Like, I feel like all of our generation's stories are going to be like pre-COVID and post-COVID. Like, we all had that moment of realization. And I feel like a lot of stuff for the better. Like, COVID did have a lot of negatives, but I also feel like it created time to be like really honest with yourself and really pause for a second because life was so go, go, go. And you were literally forced to take a step back and be like, wait, what do I want to do and how, when I have the choice to spend my time now, like how do I spend that? So what was your first interest in health? Like did, did you study health in college and school? Like what was your first little spark of interest and in just health itself? Yeah. And you also hit the nail on the head there. I think it was such a pivotal time for everyone. Like you you either came out of COVID as a whole new person or you kind of just like remained the same, but either way, like there was a period of growth. Um, But for me, I've always been interested in in health and wellness, specifically psychology, really. Like I talk a lot about psychology and mindset and even spirituality a lot on my social pages and in my podcast and with clients as well. But I was always interested in psychology in high school and then was a psych major in college. Then I I even went to grad school for a hot sec to become a therapist, but then pivoted. I was like, wait, I don't know if I really want to do this. I'd kind of want to do something more... I don't really even know how to describe it. I just felt like it wasn't in alignment for me. And then I kind of stumbled across holistic health coaching and I was like, this feels so much more true to who I am. So that's kind of what brought me to where I am. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I give big kudos to all of the therapists out there just because I feel like it has to be so much to be able to take everything in all of the time and actually kind of disassociate your own thoughts and emotions and feelings from those of your patients and your clients. So I completely get that there. Um, When it comes to spirituality, that's something or one of the reasons I initially found you actually Mm -hmm. was through your podcast and you talking about just being in alignment with the universe and the different chakras, meditation and everything like that. Is that something that you grew up with that was instilled in your family life or were you a religious person growing up or did that also come over time? Oh God, no, none, none of that. <laughs> like, yeah, like I, again, I came out of COVID as a completely different person. I, again, I just had a lot of New time for, so- exactly, exactly. I just had a lot of time for self-reflection and realized I was not even in re- remotely in alignment with who I wanted to be. And when I was sitting at my apartment day after day after day at this job that I hated, it just really pushed me to you know, expand my horizons and like turn inward and just learn more about who I am. And I'm also a person that just loves to learn. So I ended up going down all these rabbit holes, honestly, because of TikTok. Like TikTok was a catalyst for my own healing journey, if you will, because I just kept seeing all these things about the chakras and spirituality and manifestation. And I was like, what are all of these things? And so I just kind of went down all these rabbit holes and learned about the chakras. I actually got Reiki certified so I can do energy healing when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to, uh, you know, the energy centers in our bodies. And I got, you know, certified to be a holistic health coach and I just figured like a lot of these things were just stepping stones that led me to where I am now and in terms of spirituality I grew up Catholic but it was never something that I took a huge interest in. I just did it cuz mm-hmm. you know it was societal norms to look at what my, my whole family was brought up to do but and I was confirmed in everything. But definitely not religious. I'm I consider myself to be just more spiritual in that nature of you know, everyone's just on their own path and everyone's needs to do what feels right to them all the time. But I think there's so much in life that we don't know that because we're not taught about it. We're taught about religion a lot in school. Like there's Catholic schools and Christian schools and like all of these things all over the country. But 
you don't really hear about spirituality and manifestation and like energy healing and all of these things that are so powerful when it comes to just improving your overall well-being and so when I kind of learned more about all of these topics I just <laughs> it was a slippery slope and I just kept going down the rabbit hole but it, I came out of it so much better so much healthier and just so much more fulfilled in a lot of areas of my life that's awesome. I'm glad it was a good rabbit hole because I know there's some there's some black holes out there at the end of the rabbit holes too. Oh, so yeah. I love the positive side of that story. And especially like you were saying, you were kind of trapped in this place that you didn't want to be in and you knew you were meant for something more and you could feel yourself being pulled for that. So I'm glad you were able to find the positives in that because you can also get really bogged down in the negatives. Like in those moments or that's where you decide like, is this going to become a good thing or is this going to become like an even worse thing? So um, I'm so happy to hear more about your story. I know part of what plays into spirituality is uh, manifestation and me and Maddie we've looked into this for the pod. We're also TikTok researchers too and we um, we like to read up about like what's trending or just articles about things that are interesting to us and manifestation is something that's come up but like that we don't really know that much about so I'd love to hear just in your experience like what's a good way for someone to get into it and maybe even first like what does it mean what what purpose does it serve for you or just for someone in general yeah good question so what I want to preface is that we are all spiritual beings on this planet to have a human experience. And like we're all meant to, we're all on this planet to learn and grow and evolve and live a happy, fulfilled life. We're not here to suffer. We're not here to just like do all this mundane stuff day after day after day. Like life is so much more than that. And so manifestation comes in because manifestation is really co-creating your dream life with the universe or with god or source or whatever higher power that you believe in and there's a few steps to it and i actually like created a whole ebook on manifestation it's two dollars in the link in my bio so you can like link that in the show notes but it's cheaper than a, like a cup of coffee wow. yeah <laughs> yeah so it manifestation really is just like one, getting clear on what it is that you want out of this life. And it can be anything. It could be a dream job. It could be to live somewhere specific. It could be a relationship. It could be just to have a specific experience or anything that you want to call into your reality. And then from there, it's taking this aligned action. It's thinking and visualizing about who that person is. So if you're a person who's dreaming about living this, you know, a life of traveling, you got to visualize that version of yourself and visualize yourself traveling and embody that person. Or, you know, on the other side of the same coin, like if you envision yourself or dream about being more confident, what does that version of yourself look like? And then take the aligned action to embody that version of yourself by doing the things that they would be doing. So if you're dreaming of traveling, you know, look into how you can travel for cheap and like take those steps outside your comfort zone because in reality that's kind of what manifestation is because when you think about what you want out of life it's the reason you're dreaming about it is because you don't currently have it right and so it's on the other side of your comfort zone it, you know you're not going to find what you want where you are you've got to take that leap of faith and take that aligned action outside your comfort zone to call in the things that you want to call into your life and then from there it's just like consistently taking those baby steps and those aligned actions that are in alignment with who you want to be and how you want to feel and what things you want to call into your reality while simultaneously 
trusting that the universe or God or source or, you know, whatever higher power you believe in is helping you along the way. And like, so it, it also like requires a lot of trust and faith and surrender because you don't want to try to be manipulating the entire process of being like, all right, I want this to happen. I want to call this into my life. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. But that just creates a lot of like friction because you're trying to manipulate the entire process. So when it comes to manifestation, it's really about- yeah exactly you've got to you know get clear on what you want take those baby steps of aligned action and take those like leaps of faith outside your comfort zone and but also have trust along the way and let go and believe that it's going to unfold exactly as it needs to that makes sense (laughs) no that makes complete sense and I like what you said because in a weird way it sounds very manageable like there are a lot of people out there and to each their own like everything there's a different way to get somewhere and you don't have to take the same path as someone else but I know out there online there are a lot of manifestation coaches who are like you have to do this for multiple hours every single day and it has to be this huge chunk of your life or you have to spend this many hours journaling and writing the exact same thing down over and over and over again and not that that doesn't work like I said there's a different path that's going to get you to the same you know, end goal. Mm -hmm. But what you just said is so manageable. And I feel like it's so, so, so attainable. And it doesn't seem like this big, scary thing out there. It's just like, it's believing, you know, where you want to end up and taking baby steps to get there. So thank you for sharing that. And I know that in conjunction with manifestation, you chat a lot about kind of keeping your vibe high or high vibrations, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, So kind of wanted to get your take on different things that you found in your personal life that you know are a little bit higher vibe and then things that are maybe low vibe that you've come to terms with over the years maybe this isn't something that has a place in my life anymore yeah yeah absolutely so when it came when it comes to like all these high vibe habits it's gonna look differently for everyone right you know everyone's you know has bio individuality and like things are gonna work for me that might not work for other people but for me specifically the things that have really helped me feel better because I'm all about nourishing your mind body and soul simultaneously like that's holistic health right in a nutshell but For me, one of the biggest things that helps me, you know, keep my vibe high is yoga. Like that has been such a game changer in my life. I was so resistant to it for the longest time because I've always been more of like a weight trainer or a runner. Like I want those heavy endorphins flowing through my body and just doing I want a workout that's going to make me sweat. (laughs) Yeah, that feels like a workout. Yes, exactly. I want to know like I'm doing something. But once I started getting into yoga, like doing yoga sculpt, like there's so many different practices that I realized like it's not just about sweating. It's, It's helped me feel better mentally, emotionally, and just like physically as a whole um and so I, I try to practice that as a few times a week as you know if I can and I've joined a studio and everything and that's just been a major game changer in just my overall well-being um and kind of piggybacking off that with you know just holistic well-being is grounding I don't know if you guys know anything about that yes. but it's free like it's a free practice but yeah. it, <laughs> I think everyone should at least try to incorporate this into their day if they can you know it's simply a practice of connecting your bare skin to the earth because the earth has such stabilizing energy and when we take the time to connect with it that stabilizing energy is going to flow up through our feet or our hands or wherever we're connecting with the earth and it's going to help reduce inflammation it's going to help boost mood and energy it's going to help improve sleep quality it's going to help just 
really help our overall well-being in so many areas. And it also helps um, reduce fight or flight. And I know a lot of us deal with chronic stress and are always just feeling like we're on the go and trying to do this and do that. But And then we operate from this state of chronic stress and we're just always in fight or flight. And so grounding really helps counteract that by activating the parasympathetic nervous system. And so I love those two things. Um, And kind of just, I'm going to talk about low vibe habits because I think this is also really important, but yeah, um, low vibe for sure. Gossiping, don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did this for the longest time. I used to love gossiping. It like fed my soul in a way, but after self-reflection again and kind of just growing with age, you realize the only reason you're doing it is because you're insecure and you want to like mm-hmm. deflect you want to deflect that insecurity and talk about someone else and like get the attention on them and it's just something I don't do like deal with anymore or do. I again used to love it. I'm not even gonna sit here and say I didn't. Like I love talking about other people, but uh, ultimately it doesn't serve you by any means. Um, another thing is drinking alcohol. Like it's a depressant. It lowers your vibration without a doubt. I'm not saying yep. I'm not saying to not drink. I still do. Yeah. I I just learned a lot. Last summer, when I stopped drinking for four and a half months, I went the entire summer without drinking, and it was the biggest eye opener to me because like, I realized, wait, why do I feel so much better? Yeah, well, you ha- you get so much clarity because you're like, mm. why was I even drinking to begin with? Like, why was I getting drunk all of these years, time after time, or binge drinking, or having that glass of wine at the end of a wor- like a long work day or whatever it may be? And when you take that time to cut it out of your life, you realize a lot of the reasons you were drinking were to cover up you know, issues that you have to like deal with social anxiety and social situations or to feel more confident or to feel more more funny, like when you're drunk or something, or, you know, to take the edge off after a long work day. And ultimately, the common denominator here is that alcohol is a coping mechanism for all of those things. So and if you're just going to do that day in and day out, you're just going to be in this vicious cycle. But when you cut alcohol out, you kind of realize you can deal with all of those things without the coping mechanism. And it's very, very empowering. And I'm not saying to not drink. Like I said, I still do. But I think it's important to, you know, be intentional about why you're drinking to begin with and like just limit your intake here and there so that you don't waste so many years being wasted like I did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't waste the years wasted. I love that. That's also been a recurring theme of what some of our guests have shared. And I know Maddie's been on her. She's had some health issues that have kind of stopped her from Forced being able me to, into, yeah. to yeah. physically like being able to drink without being ill um but she was saying that there is so much good there and it, I think it is like you were saying being mindful about why you're doing it and how it affects you um and yeah just being honest with yourself I love what you said too about stability I just think everything you're sharing is so informative I love the word stabilize like I, I think that's if you just imagine yourself like standing on solid ground like you can just feel how that feels in your body and you do mm-hmm. feel stable and not stable in like a getting by way stable in like a very like content way and I love that and I think so much of this advice is applicable to your 20s and I know that's where me and Maddie both are she just had her 23rd birthday I have mine coming up in a couple weeks so we're like yeah into the 20s but we're not too far in uh you we're know we're not we're not at the midway point yet no yeah. which you know yeah hold us here as long as we can right because <laughs> we have yeah. a lot to figure out um and I think 
20s as really defined by figuring stuff out. I know one of your TikToks you shared kind of like five things that you wish you knew in your 20s. I would love for our listeners to hear those as well or like just wish you knew sooner in your Mm -hmm. 20s and yeah, maybe sharing those and elaborating there just help our 20 girl out because most of our demographic does fall in that like low 20s range. Yeah, absolutely. Also, happy belated and happy early birthday. Thank you. Oops, sorry. We're the spring babies. <laughs> that we are. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are your, like, astrology signs, by the way? Do you know your sun sign? Yes, I am an Aries. Mm-hmm. And I am a Gemini, which I yes. believe has controversial <laughs> opinions. I remember my little in my sorority, she was really into astrology. And I told her my uh, astrology sign, and she gasped. She was like, oh, no way. She's yeah. like, I like you. She's like, you're the only Gemini I've ever liked. We're we're both controversial oh i feel gosh. like what is yours uh i'm i'm a leo cancer cusp yeah okay but i i like people's rising signs more because i think that really showcases like who you're presenting yourself as i don't know if you guys like know either of yours but oh, i'm a sagittarius rising <laughs> oh okay so i'm all about like philosoph- like philosophy and i love learning i love teaching i love traveling and so i just like i'm always projecting that off to people <laughs> yeah you can honestly kind of gain that for just like from your social media presence I feel like that really matches your energy mm-hmm. there <laughs> it is crazy how you line up so my rising is Virgo oh yep and I have yep. no idea what that means so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it means you're, I... you're detail oriented and like you're organized and you're just like you're very structured in the way that you do things not always what does that but mean off of like a a Gemini sun though yeah, I'm not too, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm the wrong like, person to ask. I'm just an asshole. No. <laughs> I'm just no. stubborn. No, I don't think that's what yeah. it means. Gemini is very, like, I hear, like, it's kind of the duplex. If you have yes. kind of two sides, maybe, like, a more focused, serious side, but then you're also creative. I don't I don't know. There's, there's I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pivoting off of that, though, is uh, astrology something you wish you would have learned earlier in your 20s? <laughs> I think it's, yeah, no, but actually, I think there's so much to learn from astrology. Like, I know billionaires use it to, like, make decisions for mm-hmm. financial things, and I just... That's another thing I learned from TikTok when I was on my whole like healing learning journey throughout COVID. But I think astrology can tell you a lot about who you are and what direction you're meant to go into in life. And I think one of the two things that I think people should look into in astrology are one, your big three, just so you can learn about who you are. And I also think it's important to look at your midheaven because that's going to tell you about your career and like where you should be moving in your career and like how to present yourself and then also your north node in astrology because it's going to tell you what direction in life you are supposed to step into and also what oh. and also what to let go of. So for me I'm a Sagittarius north node so I'm meant to step into a life of travel, teaching, education, learning, philosophy, taking risks and just like doing all of these things and I finally have been doing that over the last couple of years but Oh, I love that. Yeah, and so I'm meant to move away from, I think the opposing of that is Gemini, which means like homebody and like staying in your comfort zone and little things like that. And I'm meant to stay away from that and grow into the Sagittarius energy. So I think it's interesting for people to learn about that stuff. I've never heard the word midheaven or north node. Or north node. I haven't either. I have tangible takeaway points leaving the show because I 
do not know my big three. I used to at one point in time, and I guess it has. I only know mine because I literally just um, had to send it to someone like two days ago because yes, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Ooh, that's funny. So I, for our listeners out there, it's your mid heaven, mm-hmm. north node, and big three, correct? Yeah. Yes. Which big three is your sun, your rising, and your moon. Moon. Mm-hmm. I would assume that, but mm-hmm. I'm showing my ignorance here. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely look into that. I think the other term for midheaven is medium coli. I don't, I don't want, I don't know if I'm butchering that, but yeah, definitely look also into those. Heard of that, so. Yeah, yeah, something oh, to look into. Oh but yeah, yeah. But the other things that I wish I knew earlier in my twenties, just like back to the main question, is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in my life is that life is really not about finding yourself; it's about letting go of the self. And a lot of people might think those go hand in hand, but I'm going to elaborate on this for a hot sec. But Yeah, please do. Yeah, so a lot of time, like throughout my entire life, really up until the last couple of years, I've spent my whole life chasing things outside of me. I've been chasing job after job, relationship after relationship, experience after experience, and just all of these different things. I've been searching for happiness and joy and peace and fulfillment outside of me. And this is exactly what finding the self is, is what is thinking that you need to find things outside of yourself in order to figure out who you are. But ultimately, it's the exact opposite. Life is not about finding yourself or finding anything outside of yourself in order to be happy. It's learning to let go of that voice that's inside of your head that's telling you that you need to go find yourself. It's learning to turn inward and let go of anything inside of you that's telling you that you need anything externally in order to be happy because ultimately if you spend all of your time in every moment just chasing something it's a never-ending chase because eventually you're going to grow tired of that job or that relationship or that living situation or whatever it may be and you're just going to keep going through this cycle of chasing something so ultimately this is what i did for a really long time (laughs) and I just kept finding myself back to square one of not feeling happy or not fulfilled. And ultimately I realized, okay, I need to do something differently here. And so I turned inward and I realized that I just need to let go of that voice that's telling me that I need to go chase something, that I need to have this to be happy or I need to do that in order to be happy and instead learn to just turn down the volume of that little voice and instead like turn up the volume on your own self-worth and turn up the volume on your own self-confidence and your own feelings of peace and you know just learning to let go of that version of yourself that's telling you that you need anything outside of yourself in order to actually feel happy or fulfilled or successful or abundant in any area of your life. I love that. I really love Kind of because you hear that all the time, you know, like you're trying to find yourself or you're on a journey to find yourself. And it really is about kind of disconnecting the two and acknowledging like, okay, I am me regardless of where I'm living, regardless of who I'm dating, regardless of what my job is. So what is going to fulfill me? And that's honestly a little backstory on Emma and I. That's why we started this podcast was because Huga is just the Danish art of the pursuit of everyday happiness. And it's just to bring kind of little tidbits of information and just like fun episodes every single week to our listeners and to each other. Because at the end of the day, like everything is going to change. And we've been doing this for four plus years now. And 
I feel like our definition of what would have made us happy four years ago from now is good and it's so different (laughs) and so I feel like change is something that is so inevitable Mm -hmm. and as you've kind of dove into this journey of not finding yourself but creating this abundance mindset almost like for yourself have there been any been any things that have shifted in your life that have surprised you in terms of you know friendships relationships habits that you've kind of kicked to the curb that you didn't even realize anything of that nature yeah uh relationships for sure (laughs) um as you guys know I just got out of like an eight-year relationship and uh just touching back to the five things though I think this is gonna tie in well I think a lot of times this is one thing that I wish I knew earlier in life is that the cause of suffering in life isn't the external world around you it's your desire it's expectations because ultimately we go through life and we have all of these different experiences and some of these experiences are traumatic or you know uncomfortable and we end up suppressing them because we don't have the capacity or we don't have the self-awareness to actually properly deal with the experience in the moment that it arises and so when it suppresses itself it ends up festering and festering and festering inside us and this blocks your chakras and it ends we end up creating an entire identity around these wounds that we've suppressed and then these wounds get projected out onto our reality and it makes us not see life objectively it makes us see life through the lens of our wounds and our traumas and our past And because of this, we end up going through life avoiding certain experiences and clinging to other ones. We avoid these experiences that we think are going to make us not feel good, or we cling to the ones that we think are going to make us feel good. But ultimately, the only reason we think that one experience is better than the other or vice versa is because of our wounds that are warping our perception of everything. And so... In terms of what you asked, like just bringing it back to that question of relationships, this is what I did for a long time. I clung on to relationships that were only in my life because of my wounds. Like my wounds attracted these relationships into my life and then I clung on to them because it's all I knew. And then I got really comfortable and I ended up staying in relationships or friendships that didn't serve me for the longest time, thinking that they were making me happy, thinking that they were serving me. But then once I started to turn inward and like do work on myself and like really just figure out who I am and get rid of all of these limiting beliefs, I essentially woke up to be like, wow, a lot of these relationships don't serve me at all. They are relationships that I created from past pain past traumas past like whatever wounds I've been through in my past and I just attracted these people into my life at at specific times and they may have helped my like they have may have helped me at one point of like at one point in time but then it got to a point where these relationships just weren't serving me and I clung on to them to because I was too scared to let go and I think that's one thing I wish I had more self-awareness about growing up is that you don't need like relationships and friendships and jobs and all of these things aren't meant to last forever like a lot of things are in your life for a season a reason or maybe they are in your life for a lifetime but ultimately we can't just cling on to things because we feel safe or it's what we know or it's just it it's what makes us feel comfortable we have to learn to accept that some things 
do expire and we have to learn to be okay to let go of them when that time comes knowing that it's just going to open up a new door for us and lead us to new relationships or new opportunities or new friendships or whatever it may be that are actually in alignment with who we are and in alignment with our purpose in this world no you you are speaking so directly to my heart and I feel like so many other people's heart that you don't even know I've I think I'm now and where I am in my little bubble of life right now am experiencing that subjectivity from my past and I think you know it's really hard to ever you can't really ever separate the past person and your current version of yourself but I have felt like the repercussions of sticking around for things or not dealing with things manifest like and how I'm presently feeling um so thank you so much for sharing the insight on that because I think the first step is just understanding like where it's coming from and why you're feeling it and I have felt like expire is such a good work for I have felt like some things have just especially friendships personally like a lot of times it doesn't have to be some dramatic breakup for it to be an expiring relationship Mm -hmm. um and some you know sometimes that's what you hear about is like oh this like fiery like I've you know, Carrie Underwood drug my keys into the side of his car. And it's it's usually not like that. And yeah. I almost feel more guilty when it's not like that because I'm like, am I just being too picky? Am I being too, you know, not even gossipy. I know you're talking about gossip, but um, am I being too, yeah, ju- judgmental? Like, I am I the problem that these don't serve me anymore, I guess is the point that I'm getting to. So how do you know when you've reached a point? Because Truthfully, I feel like some of my friendships have gotten there, but I feel I feel bad about being on that side of it, being the person that's like, I don't think this is serving me anymore, but like, how do I let it go? And am, am I being too, am I being too uptight? Sensitive? I, yep. Yeah, being yeah. too sensitive. And should I just get over and let it, let it sit in my life and until yeah. it does blow up into a Carrie Underwood situation. Yeah, and no, no, you're not being too sensitive and you're not being too harsh. You're doing what feels in alignment for you and that's all we should ever be doing in this life. It's okay to be selfish and to recognize your worth and your values and what you want out of your friendships. I think that's something that you go through in your 20s. I think, again, you're when, like, when you're in your teens or your early 20s, you create a lot of friendships from high school and in college and then slowly slowly you start to realize, all right, well, maybe these relationships aren't serving me and that's maybe what you're going through right now. And I think the most important thing to remember is that the most important relationship you ever have in this life is the relationship you have with yourself. You are the most consistent thing that will ever be in your life. You're the one that wakes up with yourself every morning. You're the one that goes to bed with you every single night and you owe it to yourself to stay true to you and the relationship you have with yourself. So if you feel like you have these relationships that are no longer serving you and your your growth and your well-being, you owe it to yourself to slowly let go of those because it's going to, again, open up a door for you to bring new relationships into your life and new experiences and new opportunities that actually are going to fill up your cup a little bit more because if you're clinging on to these relationships that you might feel like have reached their expiration date, it's just holding you back, right? And mm-hmm. we don't want that. Like, you're so young. You have so much life left. You have well, you so know much time. relationships and friendships it all just almost feel draining. Like, it's like oh, I'm yeah. putting more negative energy into this and getting more negative energy out than, like, positive the either way around. Um, yeah. It's not high vibe. And no, it's, yeah. not, it's not high vibe. And it, and it is thing because once you get out of 
high school is a smaller circle of people you have to choose from. College is, depending on where you go to college, is usually right. a much bigger circle. But then after that, after you're out of the institution of school, you really face this thing. It's like, wow, like, I can choose where I spend my time and who I spend my time with. And so I think that's, I've been graduated for a year and a half now. So I it's just been this period of realizing like, it it's hard to almost admit to myself that I don't want to choose maybe these people I've chosen for years, but we all we all have like our own lives to live too. And I'm sure people yeah. maybe like feel that way about me of like, I don't want to talk to Emma's ass anymore. And I'm like, you know what? Go on your own journey. <laughs> um, yeah. But it is so true just to not take away the guilt from that and take away like the positives from it because I find myself feeling guilty sometimes there. Yeah, and there's nothing to feel guilty about. I think that's <laughs> such a proper reaction though and your feelings are so validated. I've been there so many times, but ultimately you said like you've been choosing these people for a long time. Now it's time to choose you. It's now time to be in your selfish era and to choose you and the people that are good for you and choose the people that are lit, like filling up your cup and making you have a higher vibe rather than staying where you are because it's what you've known, right? Again, mm -hmm. everything that we want in life is outside of our comfort, comfort zone. It's not where we are, you know? So we have to learn to take that leap of faith, whether that means letting go of the people that no longer serve us, le like letting go of that job that no longer serves us or whatever it may be. So definitely don't like foster that guilt because I think what you're going through is completely normal. It's completely validated. And I think that's something you go through in your 20s. And also like throughout your entire life I still talk to my mom yeah. about this stuff and she has friends in her life that she's like I'm not sure like these are great people for me but so it's just like a part of life of learning you know how to navigate relationships because you know it's a great way to learn about who you are and I think ultimately too our relationships that we have whether they're romantic or platonic are reflections of who we are right so if you feel like there's people out there that aren't making you feel good, you know, it's time to let go of that because you've closed that chapter of your life and like you're moving on, you're growing and you're evolving and you don't want to, you know, be clinging on to them because they're just going to hold you back from stepping into your purpose. Absolutely, 100%. And I, I think that every time, and this is just my personal opinion, but I think that every time you say yes to a relationship, in any capacity that you don't want to be in you're saying no to yourself and like you were saying when you have that gut feeling like Emma has said this in the past before like you are the only person who knows the answers to your own questions and sometimes I feel like that's actually what makes it harder is there isn't a guidebook saying you know this is what you need to do to get to x mm -hmm. and said it's just like following your own intuition and actually like tapping into how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way and kind of dissecting it with yourself and so I love what you shared about that thank you so much for being open and vulnerable about it because I know that so many people just aren't that way so both of you thank you for sharing and kind of pivoting it on a completely different end of the spectrum because there isn't a guidebook or because there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach to wellness or health or any sort of way of life. I feel like a lot of times people turn to platforms like TikTok or podcasts or Instagram and try to find like, okay, this is the one thing that actually is going to make the biggest difference in my life. This is the thing that's going to allow me to be in this great relationship or lose the weight or get my dream job or whatever it may be. And it's almost like a quick sell. Yeah. Not and sustainable. So, yeah, exactly. And that's not 
our intent here by any means, but as someone who is a certified holistic health coach, we would love to get your take on personally what wellness trends you think are worth the hype, hype rather, <laughs> um, and which ones aren't just what has personally worked for you. Yeah. So the ones that I think are worth the hype are definitely like ones I've said, like yoga and Pilates. I think those are game changers and they're not so much trends rather than, you know, wellness decisions or, you know, activities, but definitely worth the hype just because one, you can find them free on YouTube. Like there's so many free resources. You don't even have to pay for them, but you get a mind, it's Pilates is all about mind muscle connection. And that really is so beneficial for a quick, effective workout and yoga. Again, it's just really connecting that mind and body and your soul through breath, breath work. Um, what else? Grounding is another one that I've touched upon. Definitely think it's worth the hype. Um, tongue scraping. I also actually. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that one I definitely think is worth the hype to get rid of that bacteria and just like clean up all the toxins and bad bacteria in the mouth. When I first saw that, I was like, wait, so weird. And then I was like, wait, weird that this isn't a thing, actually, because why have I? I mean, I use my toothbrush, but I'm like, this should be like normalized tongue scraping 2023. Yes. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, I feel like you could just use a toothbrush though. I, like I feel I don't want to tell people to go out and buy a product specifically for it, especially if, <laughs> you know, you, you know, like use your toothbrush, just do something to like clean up that bacteria. Um, other wellness trends that I love. Um, I like dry brushing. I think it's really good for lymphatic drainage and also just like exfoliating all of your dead skin all over your body and improving blood circulation. Also a very cheap and affordable trend, if you will. Um, Ones that are not worth the hype, juicing, don't do it. (laughs) I used to work at a juice bar, so it's like kind of funny that I'm pretty anti-juicing now. Um, By no means am I saying don't have juices. If you have a juicer, if you like to have a green juice a day or whatever it may be, by all means do it. Just don't do a juice cleanse. Your your body needs dietary fiber, especially to maintain a good gut-brain connection and like maintain good gut Um, good gut health and brain health and immune health. So if you're not giving your body that fiber, which is being stripped from all the fruit and produce that you're drinking in your juice, it's just going to negatively impact you in many areas. Um, On top of that, intermittent fasting, not a fan of it. I think, but I want to preface this too, everyone has bio-individuality, like everyone's body is different, but I think specifically for women, they should not intermittent fast. I know people that do it, to lose weight and their weight has just remained exactly the same and I'm not judging by any means but when you are intermittent fasting it it impacts your hormone levels which again is going to impact all of your how your entire body operates and it can just really increase your cortisol hormone which creates more stress and then when you have more stress it impacts your gut health which then impacts your brain health and it's just this cycle so do not think those two, those are the ones that come to mind that I do not think are worth the hype at all. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I guess kind of jumping off of that, are you a supplement gal? Do you believe in supplements? If so, like what are some of your go-tos or are there any that you would recommend just everyone do their research on? Yeah, good question. So I do like supplements. I am more of a promoter though to get whatever you're trying to get through your diet first, because I think getting Mm -hmm. all the nutrients you need 
you're better you're gonna you're better off getting the nutrients that you're trying to get from a supplement through a whole food diet right 100 percent. yeah but in terms of supplements i'm currently on three that i'm absolutely loving once <laughs> the first one is pre and probiotics um it's this blend from roots apothecary it's uh like a superfood blend most people should be consuming like 10 billion colony forming units or CFUs of probiotics throughout the day, 10 billion or more. And I don't think a lot of people get that much through their diet. So I do think supplements can really help in that department. And on top of that, you want to get like a healthy balance of pro and prebiotics because you need both of those bacteria for a healthy gut microbiome. So that's one supplement I take. It gives me about like 4.5 CFUs of probiotics, and then I get the rest through my diet. So I love that blend. It's like got a mint flavor and I do I do really actually like it. It's a new one that I've started taking. Um, another one I take is ashwagandha root. It helps really reduce stress and anxiety because it boosts- I've heard a lot about that recently. My mom yeah. sent me, I was like, mom, I'm having a hard time. She literally Amazon linked me. She was like, buy this ashwagandha. <laughs> but I've heard yeah, so no. much about it. Yeah, no, I it, look into it. I, it's presenting itself into your reality for a reason, probably. But yeah, ashwagandha helps boost adrenal function, and so when it when your adrenal function is boosted, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis then drives the adrenal glands to secrete more anti-stress hormones, which combat stress and anxiety. Oh, so it really love that and need that. Yeah, yeah, we all <laughs> we all do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I've been taking that, and then on top of that, I microdose with psil- um, psilocybin, which is mushrooms. Um, I've been doing that for like a month now. It's not a supplement, but you know, proceed at your own caution. It's just something that really helps me feel more grounded. I'm not tripping or anything like that. It's just something that helps me turn down that all that chatter going on in my mind and help me it helps me feel more clarity, more focused, more creative, more inspired, and more grounded and truly just more present in the moment that's unfolding in front of me without without like projecting all of the chaos in my mind out onto that moment, right? Um, so I've been doing I've been taking all of those three things for like two months now and it's really just helped. A lot of my gut, skin, and brain health, honestly. No, that's awesome. I love that you say, like, gut, skin, brain, mind, you know, it really is yeah. all connected. So I'm glad you found something that works for you. And I'm glad that these conversations are, I feel like, increasingly present in society and online because it really is so important that to know that there is answers and advice and supplements and all of that good stuff to be had and really just leading you to the best version of yourself before we completely wrap up i wanted to talk about your own podcast because Mm. one love the name of it the name of her podcast is advice my friends ignored which is just like the first thing i want to click on if i was scrolling through podcasts like i just absolutely love that i love it yeah advice my friends ignored i'm like literally me every time (laughs) um (laughs) both ways me ignoring my friends advice and then also them ignoring the advice i give them it's Mm -hmm. so hard to take advice right but Mm -hmm. You have so much goodness to share. So can you say or just tell us where that name came from and just what you touch on generally there, even though I'm sure it's a lot, but. Yeah, no, honestly, it came, it, it like was inspired by astrology. <laughs> like I don't oh, mean wow, to, wow. yeah, yeah, it was inspired just because of my Virgo moon. So I'm a Leo cancer cusp sun, a Sagittarius rising in a Virgo moon. And uh, I just feel like 
I have always been the therapist friend for a really long time. You know, I'm 29, I'm 29 and I've spent probably the last like 15 years just giving all of my friends advice. And honestly, it's not even a dig to my friends. It just kind of is how I feel in general. It kind of like you said, you're always giving advice. Other people give you advice and we all just ignore it. (laughs) We all just go through life and we hear such amazing things and then just like goes in one ear and out the other. And so that's kind of just what inspired the name. I was like, oh, like this just kind of suits me and my Virgo mood and like all these feelings that I have because I feel like I'm very analytical. I love helping people. I love, you know, giving advice. I'm such a talker and I love to just share things. That's why I started the podcast, but that's kind of where the name came from of just, we all go throughout life constantly giving or receiving advice that we don't end up taking. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. I love it. And then we always ask um, everyone on the show every time they come on, what is one question that you wish we would have asked you in today's episode? Oh, <laughs> um, oh, that's a good question. Just something that you haven't had the chance to touch on. Um, if anything, or we are the absolute perfect hosts. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, no, you guys were great. <laughs> no, no. Um, just anything, no, any last tidbits of your wisdom to share? Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I loved everything that we talked about, but give me one second while I just think. <laughs> I'm yeah. not always great on the spot because I have so much, <laughs> so many thoughts. But I guess one thing that I like talking about is <sighs> mm, I, maybe just like more of the chakras. I think those are super important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what specifically <laughs> about them? Because for our listeners who don't even know what the chakras are, mm-hmm. deep dive into that a little bit. Oh, I will try to give you like a Cliff Notes version of them really quick. So we have seven ma- major energy points throughout the body, starting at the very base of the spine all the way up to just above the crown of our head. And there's seven. Oh my gosh, my phone keeps falling. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we have seven of these fo- like focal points, which are bundles of nerves and just energy centers that represent our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. And each of the chakras represents something different. So our root chakra at the base of the spine represents our feelings of safety, security, grounding, governs our feelings of fear and our fight or flight. That's why grounding is super important because it helps calm that root chakra and makes us feel more grounded in this physical material world. So the root chakra really is the chakra that lays the foundation for expansion in all the higher chakras as well as every other area in life and then the sacral governs our feelings of sensuality sexuality creativity spontaneity our emotions and it governs our relationships as well so whenever we're feeling really in our emotions or you know not having healthy relationships or feeling like we're too you know strict with the way that we're living life we need healing in that chakra because we need to bring more creative flowing energy into there And we have our solar plexus, which is in the, like our abdomen area. And that governs our feelings of confidence, self-esteem, our ego, our, our drive, and honestly, just, you know, our personality really. And whenever we're feeling insecure about who we are and our purpose in this world, like that chakra needs healing. Then we have our heart, which of course represents our feelings of unconditional love, peace, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion, and It's the bridge between those three lower earthly chakras and the three higher spiritual ones. So in order to have a healthy, balanced, open heart, we need to 
balance those lower three first. Then we have our throat, which of course is like all about self-expression. It's our authenticity. It's really just about creative self-expression and expressing all the things that we feel, whether it's our emotions, our thoughts, just our creativity and all of these things. And so if we ever feel like we have a really soft voice or maybe we're overpowering conversations, we need to do some work there. Then we have our third eye, which is our intuition, our our imagination, our visualization, and our perception of life. A lot of people, when they start to learn about the chakras, they're like, I want to open my third eye because it's also the one that governs our psychic abilities. And so a lot of people are like, I want to like open that one and don't do it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, don't do it. <laughs> like you have to balance those lower five chakras first again, because if you are so ungrounded or anxious or insecure or you know what like just in your feelings or just you know not feeling grounded in your physical body and in your mind it's going to impact how those psychic abilities work and and it's just going to make you very probably more anxious and like just not connected to this world at all and then you have your crown which is what connects you to the divine or god yeah it's like it's like a crown that just goes like straight (laughs) up and connects you to the cosmos and it it's governs your feelings of peace and oneness and ultimately when you balance all lower six like that's the one that opens up and makes you you know have that spiritual awakening really where you feel more connected to life and your purpose and feelings of oneness and peace and yeah so you it's really interesting because again like if you have an imbalance in some area of your life it's really interesting to like look at the chakras and see what you can do to fix that area of your life if that kind of makes sense yeah that makes complete sense and what I'm hearing is we could have done an entire episode (laughs) on just the chakra so yes maybe you have to come back on and we'll just do that as its complete own episode because I know so much you know I'm just scraping yep just scraping the surface in terms of my knowledge and I'm sure our listener base is the exact same way so thank you for sharing even just that little tidbit of information and kind of branching off of that if our listeners do want to learn more about you and about what you stand for and everything that you are teaching online where can they find you yeah so you can find me on tiktok my handle is at audrey anna b and then on instagram i'm at align with audrey b kind of sucks i don't have the same handle but it is what it is (laughs) um and you can also find me on my website www.audreybrothers.com um and the pod and the pod, the yes, yeah, yeah, yes, of course. And on Spotify or Apple Podcasts at Advice My Friends Ignored. Amazing. All of that will be linked in the show notes down below just for our listeners. Thank you so much, Audrey, for being on the show today. I know just personally this was really insightful and I learned a lot through just chatting with you. So thank you again for chatting with us for the last hour or so um it's been great having you yes Yes. no it was so awesome thank you so much for having me and just letting me you know share my truth and share all this wisdom with you I know was a lot I'm honestly also impressed I got to I was able to condense that about the chakras (laughs) it's a lot yep (laughs) yes and no it seems like so much but also good and I know like each topic is really like deserves its own moment in the spotlight so definitely go check Audrey out on all of her platforms and it was it was great to dive in because that's what we kind of get on TikTok we get like the little pieces of things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um great to just be able to chat with you and hear from you and um as our as our upper 20s inspiration we I know uh, myself as long as Maddie are hoping to 
find find what you have honestly throughout this process and again like if you're listening and you identify maybe with more like where I'm at or maybe where Maddie's at of like you're you're on that journey to figure out your best self your fulfilled self etc you know don't feel bad about it because we have the resources and we have the tools within ourselves to to get there so life's life's a journey um and this is so incredible to talk to you thank you so much (laughs) yes thank you again and for all of our listeners out there all of audrey's information will be listed in the show notes down below be sure to follow her on all of her platforms as well as follow our podcast instagram at who girls podcast emma it's your turn that is h-y-g-g-e girls podcast thank you yes and until next time um stay happy stay healthy and stay stay bye everyone